Hello and welcome to The Lou Review. This is your host, Rosa, and today I get to interview Gary Fox and get to know you a little bit better and the great work you're doing with Apron Inc. Now, what is Apron Inc. and did you start it by yourself or was it a group of people? I did not start it by myself. Um, I started with a, a group of, of community people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started 11 years ago. What we do is we provide emergency financial funds mm-hmm. to independent restaurant workers when they, are, they find themselves in great financial need through no fault of their own. Mm-hmm. So when, when they find themselves very ill and can't work for two or three weeks. Or they break their foot. And they or can't they break their foot. We've had more broken feet the last month. I heard that. Wasn't <laughs> it like three in two weeks or something? something? Like that. It's oh very my gosh. Odd. But uh, so people are out of work. They don't necessarily have insurance. Restaurant workers don't necessarily have backup. So they apply to us and we can pay their rent for a month or two or all of their bills for a month or, or, or whatever needs, needs done to take care of them. That's transformative assistance. It, it can be. Yeah. It can be. Uh, it, uh, we've. I, I feel like over the course of the last eleven years, we've done a lot of really good work. We've we've given out almost a million dollars in that time. Whoa! So and most of that in the last two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Or at least half of that in the last two and a half years since COVID started. That's incredible. So we've done, we've done very good work. And, and uh, it started because there was a chef uh, who, I forget what happened. He was in an auto accident or he broke his leg or something. Uh, but he couldn't work. And he couldn't even pay his emergency room bill. So we had a fundraiser for him. And at that fundraiser, a bunch of us were just sitting there asking, well, you know, corporate restaurants have insurance and they have benefits and 401ks. Mm-hmm. Independent restaurants, because they're so small, mm-hmm. such small businesses, and the, the bottom line is so, so tight that they, they don't offer the benefits. So, I said, so we said, surely we must be able to help out other people somehow. Uh, so we got together, uh, sort of made up a plan, had no idea how we were going to fund it. I came in, I was, I was working for Dean Corbett at the time. Mm-hmm. I went in the next day to Dean and I said, what do you think of this idea, yeah. Dean? I said, a, a, a group to help out people in the restaurant business. And he went, oh my God, he said, we've been trying to do that for years and years. Aww. He said, but nobody would take the reins. Yeah, he said, it needs somebody who can focus on it. And exactly. Can, uh, like really contribute the time and focus on right, it. Right, yeah. because he, he said a number of the chefs had talked about it, but none of them wanted to take it up. And They're too busy running their restaurants. Making, <laughs> making, making a burger or two, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, he said, what do you need from us? And I said, well, we have to incorporate. We need $800. Oh, okay. And he opened his checkbook and wrote an $800 check, oh. and we were on our way. Okay. So, and, and we've never looked back. It's, it's been, it's, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey for us. Started small, kept fairly small through the first eight, nine years, and then the COVID hit, and we thought, well, we'll just give away money until we don't have any more. That's all we can do. Yeah. We'll do our best. But the community mm-hmm. and the foundations came out in droves. And uh, 
of, with donations and, yeah. and contributions. And we were able not only to do give out the money that we wanted, but to really thrive mm -hmm. and hire an executive director. Mm -hmm. And we are on such a wonderful, firm footing now and so looking toward the future. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah, so how do you raise the money? You said it started with one fundraiser. So do you have fundraiser events now? We do. We have many fundraiser events. We just, I think I just met you one, yeah, at you one did, of them, Taste did. of Independence. We just had one last Sunday. Mm -hmm. it's, and it's a lovely event. It, it, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a tasting event. It's called Taste of Independence because it always happens in July. Mm -hmm. Although it's Independence E-N-C-E -E, because it's independent mm -hmm. restaurants. Right. Oh. <laughs> so clever. I know. We thought we loved that one. Mm -hmm. So I and, loved it too because you get to taste a little bit of each restaurant. Yeah, there's like 25 to 30 restaurants there. You get to taste from them. There's a lot of adult beverages that you get to try. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are. So and 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 the wonderful Robbie Bartlett sings for us. That was so lovely. That really set the tone. It's just a perfect Sunday afternoon mm -hmm. at the Olmstead. At the Olmstead. Very so classy. We we, yeah. we 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 do that every year that we can we didn't do it for mm -hmm. two years but we right. do it every year we can and we when we just love it so that's one of our fundraisers okay. it, what's it, the next it's one it's the most exposure probably mm -hmm. the next one coming up well, the next one coming up is actually uh, uh, Jared Fox Matthews and the Fox Den is doing Fox Fest which we're oh, participating yeah. mm -hmm. so that's going to be a fun one uh, lots of wonderful music at the Fox Den mm -hmm. uh, after that, our next major fundraiser is at Maker's Mark Distillery. Ooh. It happens every year. Maker's Mark throws us a party. Aww. Uh, we provide the chefs. Mm -hmm. um, it, we have provide ten chefs and five bartenders. Ooh. And uh, we have a bus, so you can drive yourself, because it's an hour and a half away. Right, right. Uh, and it's just a walking tour in the evening of the entire campus of Maker's Mark. And there are, are and there's uh, chefs dotted around the campus and there are uh, bartenders. Outside? It's all outside. Oh wow. It's never <laughs> well, knock on wood, it's never rained during it. Oh wow. So it sometimes can get a little warm. Mm -hmm. But and that's on uh, Thursday, September seventeenth. Okay. It's always the Thursday of Bourbon Fest. Oh, so and it's just it's a wonderful, wonderful event. That sounds delightful. It's, it, it's, it's perfect. Um, and tickets for that will be on sale probably in mid-August, and you can go to our website, aproninc.org, to, 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 to look for those. And then after that, our, we have a, um, a Ten Taste salute. We, have, uh, we call it Ten Taste because it's five uh, chefs and five bartenders. Uh, but it's our, it's our sort of gala event. It's a sit-down event. Um, like a banquet? Exactly, no, just exactly, with a huge, a not huge, but a very prestigious uh, silent auction, mm -hmm. and it, it's at the uh, cafe oh, down in Paris Town. Ooh, that's a good spacious it area. It is. Yeah. So it, uh, we, I think we had a hundred and I think we had 180 people last year. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a sit-down meal. Everything is paired with a cocktail. Um, it's a lovely evening of. Of uh, Don G was the host last year, Aww. so and I hope she will this year. Yeah, uh, she was at Taste of Independence. She was. Yeah. She's very kind to us. I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, so and it, it's just a wonderful event, and, and, it's, and it's our biggest money raiser. Yeah. So it's it's important to us, and we just started it last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow, that was the first one. So this will be the second. This, this will be year. the second one of the ten days. And when is that? It's all. Uh, it'll be October Sunday, October 9th. Oh, nice. My so, birthday's in October. So is mine. Ooh, all right. <laughs> when is yours? October second. Oh my goodness! <laughs> we can't tell anybody the year, or they might try to steal our identity. I never but... <laughs> tell anybody the year. <laughs> I'll just follow your suit then. <laughs> so, what other? Um, did you have one coming up with Kobe? Yes, I'm actually, we have two coming up with Kobe. Oh, uh, what are have, those? We have one on Wednesday, September seventh. Uh, it's actually a Kobe event. We're just we're participating, mm-hmm. and it's uh, here at Equus Jack's Lounge in Black Rabbit. Oh, okay. Because we're recording in the Black Rabbit we are recording right now. In the Black so Rabbit. if you're the clanking of dishes, it's because it's behind their kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, uh, it's going to be sort of a progressive dinner, Ooh. cocktails and appetizers mm-hmm. in the Jack's Lounge. Mm-hmm. Then uh, go into Equus for. Uh, a more substantial, probably buffet meal, mm. and then come over to the Black Rabbit for after dinner drinks and uh, dessert. Okay, that so sounds great. That should be great fun. And then uh, Kobe does a wonderful, wonderful um, yeah. event in uh, in uh, December. I believe it's Sunday, Saturday, December tenth this year. Okay. Um, at uh, Mint. Yeah. Mint on uh, on uh, Melwood. Mint on Melwood, which is where the Mint Julep Tours is. Oh, okay. But it, it's it's a, it's a party space at night. Yeah. So it's a very big space, and it's a bourbon it's a bourbon festival. Oh, okay. So and those and, can happen year round. And and Co- yeah. and Kobe <laughs> is so good to us. Kobe Kobe stands for Kentucky Original Black Bourbon Enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. So they put on a great party. Nice. A great party. We had so much fun last year at it. And they the, made my favorite drink get a taste of independence. Did they? Yes. Whatever was in that cocktail, I forget. There was a sprig of mint in it since you mentioned it. Um, but I was so impressed. I was like, whoa, I also can't have more than one of these because I won't taste anything yeah. else. That was so good. Well, good. They yeah, know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. They're so <laughs> kind to us. And uh, all of the proceeds from the silent auction come to Apron. And it's a, and it's a really nice. wonderful silent auction because they have... Oh, it's not a silent auction. It's a live auction. It's a live auction. Okay. Um, the one in December. Uh-huh. Okay. And it's um, uh, it's of all sorts of different uh, bourbons, uh, very, Ooh. very rare bourbons. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them were going for thousands of dollars last yeah. year. Yeah. So it was... Well, it's for a good cause. So, oh, it's yeah. for a good cause. And people like good bourbons. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that, nice. I think those are all, all the events that we have coming up. For, yeah. And I know now, monthly life. you do a chef in the box thing, right? When we did do. that start? Did that start during COVID? It started during COVID. We, mm-hmm. Since re, since restaurants, people couldn't come into restaurants. Right. We wanted to find a way to help to get some money for us, of course, Definitely. but to also help uh, restaurants. Mm-hmm. And our wonderful PR person, Caroline Knopp, came up with the idea. She, it was her idea? It was her and Dan Dry. Our, uh, oh. I don't know if you know Dan Dry. I oh. haven't met him, but I've seen his photography, and yeah. he does an excellent job. He's, he's wonderful. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning photographer. I guess he, it, my approval doesn't mean that much in comparison, but... Oh, no, no. <laughs> but of yeah. course it does. Oh, he is... Um, 
very talented. Uh, Caroline actually introduced you and I that's at true. Taste of Independence. So that's true. Yeah. But but uh, but uh, Dan's on our board, so okay. the two of them came up with this idea. Of, Genius. Of. Um, <laughs> Yes. Every week during COVID, every week for a year and a half, we would announce a restaurant a couple of weeks ahead of time and say, here's the restaurant that's coming up in two weeks. Here's what they're doing. It's going to be a meal for two people. Whatever the restaurant wanted to do, we let them do. And most of them gave a $25 gift certificate. So you got a meal for two, a $25 gift certificate. You got it for $50. $25 of it came to us, $25 of it went to the restaurant so that they oh. did, wouldn't have to put any money out for the food. People would have the, the uh, gift certificate so they would come back. Yes. And, it's, and it became a huge thing. It became a really big thing. People mm -hmm. really wanted, they were using it as their date night. Yes. You know, they would go pick up the food and mm -hmm. pick it home and use it for their date night. Now the COVID is unfortunately not over, but it's a little... Mm -hmm. It's less virulent. Things have opened up more. <laughs> and then restaurants are open. We now we now do it once a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was like, what are we talking about? Weekly or monthly? Okay. Now it's, it's monthly. Now it's monthly. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, this month. I can just hear the This month, it was just, it just was yesterday and, and Wednesday. Uh, it was Equus. Mm -hmm. And next, next um, month, it's going to be Brasserie Provence. Ooh, that would be nice. Which I love. I love. I love. He is so wonderful. He's, <laughs> he's such a great guy. So, so uh, it'll just keep on throughout through uh, through the years. It's just a, it's a nice way to reconnect with people and, and reconnect them with maybe restaurants that they don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people might be intimidated to go into a restaurant. So if they can have the food and take it home right. and know if they like it or not, without that. Exactly. I like going to the restaurants for the experience, for the atmosphere, for the variety. Exactly. Um, so if I'm eating at home, sometimes I might be th looking around thinking, oh, I should have cleaned that over there. But I don't feel that way in a restaurant. <laughs> no, you look around and go, oh, they should clean that over there. And then I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to wash these dishes. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I will definitely want to enjoy it in the actual restaurant. But, um, yeah, that's a fantastic opportunity. What got you into the food industry, Gary? I was born into it. Oh, it, were you born in a restaurant? I was born into, my, actually, my dad ran hotels. Okay. Um, uh, he, he ran restaurants and hotels. Mm -hmm. So my entire youth was spent, he would move around, we would move around. Hilton would say, we're opening a hotel in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, so he opened hotels. So he opened the hotels. He would yeah. go in and set up all of the, the catering and all of the restaurants. And train the staff. You know, so we'd spend six to nine months, and then Hilton would say, we're opening a hotel in Indianapolis. And then we'd move to Indianapolis. Wow. And then, so I li I, we lived, they couldn't do it in Paris, France, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but I made it all over the Midwest. So and we wow. ended up here in Louisville. But... Uh, but I just I, I learned I learned at his feet, yeah. you know, and and I had other things that I did, you know, that I had dreams of doing. So I I, I went to New York and was an actor for many years. And, oh. and but when you're an actor in New York, you're often working in the restaurants. Yes, also. exactly. So so you're not a starving artist. <laughs> so you're not a starving artist. <laughs> yes. So I had a very nice career in the restaurants. I had a very nice career 
uh, doing small roles on TV and mm -hmm. and such. So, uh, it, but when I moved here back to Louisville, I was in New York for 30 years. Wow. And when I moved back to Louisville, I thought, well, I'm too old for anybody to hire. Oh, in the <laughs> restaurant industry? But they were, but Dean reached out to me. I, I mm -hmm. met him one time and he reached out to me and he said, I have a good place for you. Mm -hmm. So I made, I made this place home for quite a while. As, in what capacity? How, did, how uh, were you working? I was a server for a while and then uh -huh. I managed for a long time. And, okay. And, and I was, I was a service, service manager. Yeah. Which is, so I, it was very nice. I just got to tell people what to do. It was right. my favorite thing in the world. You, got, you literally <laughs> got paid for your knowledge, which is a thing that is very valuable. You make it sound so much nicer than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you were bossing me around, I might not feel like it was so nice. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a classy server? <laughs> no, I was a server. Um, let's see, I worked... Bro Charlie's, then Ruby Tuesday, and then Mitchell's Fish Market as a server. So kind of like stepping up in um, the scale uh -huh. of service, right? Um, so yeah, there are definitely degrees to how classy you need to be as a server. Um, absolutely, absolutely. They made me wear a tie at Mitchell's, if you can believe that. A white button-up shirt and a tie. Well, they like were just a man. mean to you. No, it was very indiscriminate. Everybody <laughs> had to wear it, but it, I was just like, how is this classy? I feel like this looks really awkward. But <laughs> so I'm sure you were lovely. Oh, I'm sure I was, but yeah, at the tie, not so much. Um, but yeah, it was really um, an eye-opening experience, but I definitely respect all the art that goes into making um, a restaurant experience what it is. Well, I was just talking with someone a few minutes ago about... Uh, whose daughter is about to go into the restaurant business. Mm. And I said, you know, it's it's a great place to go if you need if you need find self-confidence. Self That's true. You know, because you, <laughs> you got to learn to hold your own. You have to learn to hold your own. Yeah. You have to learn to be pleasant to everybody. Yes, even um, when they're being mean to you. And when they're being mean to you. Yes. And you have to learn to control the people. Mm. You know, uh, uh, not control them like, but leashes, but, mm -hmm. but control of the table and say, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm doing, here's, here's what I'm going to do, mm -hmm. do you need something different, do you need to get out earlier, mm -hmm. do you need, you know, and just, and it's, it's a great, it's a great uh, experience to take into your real life with you. It's so true. And learning to set expectations for people so right. that you prevent disappointment by open communication. Right. But discreet communication. Hey, you, you've got it. <laughs> yes. Well, a lot of that was learned at Mitchell's, and they were very intentional about teaching that. But yeah. Well, that's good. That's mm -hmm. good. That, that's, that, so many places don't teach good, have good training. Right. Exactly. And, and, and it's important. And you can tell when you go to a restaurant who mm -hmm. has good training and who doesn't. Yes. So. Yes. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with me today, Gary. I am so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy you asked me. Thank you You've so told much. me so much so fast. Was there anything you wanted to share that I hadn't asked you about? Well, let's see. We're, we're always happy to take donations. Oh, yes. <laughs> at aproninc.org. At aproninc.org. And Is they it? can follow you at, um, at aproninc on Instagram. At aproninc. Mm -hmm. And apron, apron 
Space Inc. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we're soon to have a Twitter, I hear. Oh, my. So, I know. <laughs> Pros and cons, right? <laughs> I, what I, will they be tweeting about next? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not a tweeter, but mm-hmm. but we've had someone that has volunteered to do it. So, okay. So, you might find us there. Fantastic. Um, and ju- just follow us so you know what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so There's all these cool fundraisers. And uh, if you can't make it to one, maybe you can make it to the next one. And support a good cause, but have a fantastic experience doing it. Exactly. And yeah. so so often, restaurants need a, 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 a not-for-profit uh, to tie into something that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they'll use us as the not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. So, and it will pop up like a month before. Mm-hmm. So I'll watch watch us because we'll keep posting on, on, on social media so you know what we're doing. You can't Whether just like check the calendar for the year and think that's it. Cause right. Because it, there, there might be a, a chili cook-off door. or there might be a burger cook-off mm-hmm. or there might be any number of things. A, yeah. a wine tasting. So follow us. And come out to our events, donate a dollar to at aprinink.org, mm-hmm. and, uh, and enjoy your local restaurants. Eat locally. Eat yeah. independently. So. We have in Louisville an amazing food scene with so many things that you can't get anywhere else but in Louisville. So if you haven't been to Louisville, if you're listening and you're not in Louisville, put it on your list of places to travel to. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a short story. A friend of mine, my, one of my very best friends, lives in New York City. Mm-hmm. And he comes here quite often to visit. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he said, I've stopped going out to dinner in New York City because it just tastes like everything is <gasps> bottom line. He said, it, it just tastes like they want to yeah. make money and nobody's really putting care or love into it. He said, when I come to Louisville, I love going to the restaurants. He said, I sit down and you can just tell that the the chefs really care and that the servers really care and that the manager really cares he said the independent restaurants in Louisville are so much nachos are so much better than uh, anything in New York so thank you thank you absolutely that is really telling because like I thought you know New York is this huge foodie foodie city but I mean it's so delightful to be alive right now in Louisville where I am is just bursting at the seams with it is, the new diversity chef here artists. is amazing yeah. mm-hmm. I mean we have Ethiopian and mm-hmm. and, and Jamaican and mm-hmm. uh, Senegalese mm-hmm. and Italian and French and we're right so lucky yeah, yeah. So. Well, thank you, Gary. I appreciate you coming, and you guys stay tuned for the next one. Thank you, Rosa.